Hey, everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 52, Rose and Crown Dining Room Review. Restaurant review or just review? Whatever. Okay. (laughs) They'll figure it out. You know, I'm a little sad about doing this because I had like all these ADRs planned for our last very quick trip. And then we ended up only doing just this one. (laughs) What was it like? It was like a 30 hour trip or something. Basically, when you add it up, that was the total amount of time, including in Orlando. Yeah. Including in Orlando. Yeah. It was um, not bad. It was, I don't know. I You know how, this is how the thing is. You get so excited to go on a trip that you're just like, I'm going to like, I just want to get planning and I want to get all into, listen to our previous episode um, or the stereotypes. The planner in me was like, let's just look and see what's available. And yeah. all these things showed up and I was like, well, we might as well. And then like when push came to shove, it was like, yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't. We don't want to be tied down to these things, and so we just did this one restaurant. But we can review it now. Well, and it's one we'd never done before. Nope. Never but it's done. one that we had walked by many, many times, and and I had always thought, boy, I'd like to eat in there sometime and see what that's about. Yeah i I never really had an inkling to do it because I mean. British, so this is in the UK pavilion. Yep. But there is no like British claim to fame for their cuisine. And so I was never like, oh, I really want to eat there. So that's interesting that we Except for the featured item on this menu, which is fish and chips, right? I mean that that's that's kind of their claim to fame. Right. Fish and chips. And I haven't been a fish person until most like semi recently. Now last few years, yeah. Yeah. And now when I cook fish, our whole house smells for a while. Well, I'm not I'm not traditionally a fish person, but when I was when I was a teenager, I toured with an orchestra in the UK for about a month, and our very first stop was was a town on the south coast basically, right? Because England's an island, so it's the south coast. And we went to this this place called Bournemouth. Mm. And it's right there on the sea and um at, I had fish and chips. With the, like in, traditional in the, fish and chips, newspaper. It, was, it was served in newspaper in a cone, uh, in a cone, and uh, you know it was delicious. And I thought, wow, this is this is not bad. Now that was not good foreshadowing that was for the, the rest of the food to come. That was out. the highlight of your cuisine <laughs> because I I remember I remember things about that trip when it came to food. I'm like, I'm not going to eat potatoes again for the rest of my life because potatoes were served with literally every meal, and it's and beans were everywhere too, like served with every meal, and and I detest beans anyways. And there was just there was all sorts of vegetables, and I didn't care for vegetables. You still don't um, care for vegetables. I still don't care for most vegetables. But anyways, you're right. They're not, <laughs> it's it's not something everyone's like, oh, I want, let's go out for British food tonight. Right. right. You know, like Italian or French or or Indian even, right? Like yeah. nobody says, oh, I want British food British tonight. British food, right. Well, and that was, I guess the other thing that never, I never really had an interest in it is because I don't drink alcohol. And so I just thought, well, it's just probably, they probably serve a lot of beer and stuff there, which yeah. if you like that or want that then that would be a place to go but so anyway I will foreshadow to the end of our um our episode I ended up liking it and I would recommend it again yeah so don't judge a book by its cover I guess is what the moral of my story is yeah and you know as we kind of talk about it and we go through the whole thing um we'll talk about maybe some of those external impressions that would give you reason to say "Ah, maybe maybe I don't want to as well as maybe there, there. From what I understand, could be good reason to not bother as well, right? 
And that has a lot to do with the fact that there is a fish and chip stand literally right next door that is walk up. Yeah, and I think it's from the same kitchen. So I have eaten there. I never had the fish and chips there, but I did get the Victoria sponge because I watch a lot of Great British Bake Off and it seems like you should know what they're talking about. Now, again, irony, right? Great British Bake Off, but they're never breaking baking british food <laughs> it's it's italian week or french week oh or they have puddings, pastry week which and, we had but they yeah they they have their, their, their few things right but in the end it's uh, even that is i just think it's funny that, that they yeah we have a british baking show that's not really about breaking i can't even say it baking well british they make food. those meat pies that's very english yeah it was very english like in the 1600s yeah right Okay, so um, I think we should start with what was an unexpected surprise for me, that there was a pianist playing like live music in this pub when we, you know, we were in the it's dining section, or we weren't, the pub was on the other half. Yeah. It was like so one the, building, and we were in the half that was the dining area. Yeah, and that's something that you should be aware of, right? So from external looks... It actually looks like this is primarily a pub because there is a pub and that is actually separate from the dining room. Yeah, and so I, I didn't really is, peek in there that much, but it seemed like it was pretty big. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it, it. I don't know. It looked like a pub. It's yeah. not a ton of space, yeah. right? But but you should be aware of that. There's actually two things going on here. One is the pub, which you can walk in and you can get drinks and stuff like that. The other is the dining room, which is... Which is Dining reservation, you know, in advance if you can make it, or you can try and get on the walk-up list depending on capacity, right? Yeah, and um, there was not a lot of capacity, at least so what the part, we will get back to the pianist. I know a lot of you guys are just hanging right now. I mean, you just dumped right into the middle. There's well, a pianist. I'm like, well, what about how do you get inside? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so the the dining area that we were in was not very big, and we were, I felt like we were shoved in there quite closely with all of our non-British but British counter, counter uh, diners in there. It was yeah. it was tight. So there, there was a couple rooms. It was, it was very British. Very there was European, a room, by the way. There was, yeah, there was a room with the pianist, so we couldn't really hear him that well. And then there was a little walkway, and then we were in another little room. It felt like, you know, like it did feel cozy, and it there was very authentic things on the wall and, and you know, English piece, pieces and stuff. But... On the outside, there was a very large dining area outside. But for me, it's a I, patio. It's right on the World Showcase pa- Lagoon. Right? Yeah. I just I want to. I just don't typically want to eat outdoors when I'm at Disney World. Like when I'm going to sit down at a restaurant, most of the time it's really hot outside, and I'm coming to a restaurant to sit down and have some air conditioning and relax. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm so glad they didn't. They didn't even ask us to sit out there. Like I don't. I and I don't think I had to reserve an indoor spot. They just status indoors luckily yeah so you know i my first impression is this it has something to do with the disney Was it the dining. pianist no <laughs> in fact i wasn't gonna talk about the pianist at all i'd forgotten about the pianist but <laughs> i wanted to jump into the novelty and you're like where do we go in <laughs> so my the first thing i want to talk about is i just want to talk about the dining reservation system in general right for me, I have struggled for a long time. Now they do everything where you can you can check in on your phone. They want you to scan some QR code if you haven't already done or whatever. But there's always been this kind of extra power where like, even if you check in on your phone, you go in and you talk to the person at the stand and say, hey, I'm here, right? I don't think you actually have to do that. 
But I've been burned sometimes. But I feel I feel like we would have been burned if we hadn't, right? Okay. I don't know that I don't know that I've ever actually been burned by not checking in in person, meaning it was different from online. Because the very first question when we walked up there and said, Hey, we're here. They're like, did you check in online? Did you check in online? Here's how you do it on your app, right? Well, as a matter of fact, we did check in while we were running through the World Showcase, slowed down by a train of people in mobility chairs. Yes, I mean, <laughs> that, that was a fun experience for another episode, too. That was a fun one. But <laughs> but we were checking in. So, by the way, this 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 dining reservation was at 4.55 p.m., right? Um, and we this finished was, at Tron at like, what, This was four? immediately after our Tron, um, experience, yeah. you know, pass holder preview. So we were literally trying to get, and that was at 3 o'clock. So we were trying to get from Tron, basically, at 4 o'clock in the Magic Kingdom to our ADR at... Um, Epcot in the furthest corner of Epcot, right at four fifty-five. Yeah, and we made it. We just barely missed the monorail at the transfer from yeah. you know in the T- transportation and ticket center. Uh, but, we would have would have been a little bit better off then. But, but this is that. but this is the point, right? You do all this rushing, and you're out there trying to get there, and it didn't matter. <laughs> right. You check in, and you got to wait. Then we. Still- <laughs> I mean, we probably waited. I don't know what. Maybe 10, 15 minutes still? About to say about 10 minutes, yeah. You know, so... I don't have time to go to the bathroom that looks like cool from the outside. And And the the bathrooms, by the way, are in in England, but not in the building, okay? You got to go across the street for them. Um, so that was just my first yeah. thing. And I, and I also remember but I, one of my first impressions is the guys at the check-in were English. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> but that was my next thing was he was like, you know, we said, did you check in? And we said, yes. He said, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nobody in America says that we ought to, it's a brilliant word, right? But we don't say it. And, um, it's one of those things that despite the fact that I have, British friends and I've heard them talk like that. We watch British shows a lot. We hear them talk like that. Yeah. To actually have someone say that to you in person with that accent, you're just like, oh, they really do talk like that. Right. Isn't that amazing? And then you felt like I felt like I don't know how to speak now. And I'm like, yeah. how do I speak back to you? Yeah. Am I in another country? <laughs> do you understand? Right. <laughs> I want water. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah. I mean, can we talk about the piano guy yet? <laughs> so we walk in. <laughs> okay. When it's our turn, you get your little mo- notification on your device. Yeah. And it's like, oh, your table's ready. And then you go back to the people where you said, hey, we've already checked it online. We're like, okay, now it says our table's ready. And they take you in. Yeah. And we had to, and you were right. And he was it very was, friendly. He was, chatted with us oh, the whole yeah. time. He talked to us all the way to our table. He talked about where, that he'd been to Texas. Yep. And he was afraid. What was he afraid of? The snakes? He or, went. He went to he, or the spiders. Uh, Big Bend National Park or yeah, something. I think he was afraid of the snakes. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't really remember. <laughs> but he'd been to Dallas, but he had not been to Houston. Oh, I remember that, that was, right? Yeah. And but he was asking like, well, what's Houston like? And we said, hey, it's basically like Orlando. We're pretty much exactly even latitude, on the map, yeah. right? So, anyhow. Um, so this is where it got cozy, okay? And we have to snake our way basically through the restaurant while past we're talking to the pianist. To him, past the pianist. So now <laughs> we're at the pianist go. <laughs> I don't have much to say other than the fact that it was just this, it was just like this nice older gentleman that was playing the piano. Like I said, I couldn't hear him play very well because it was very loud in there. And he was another room over 
But I could from time to time hear like Little Mermaid and like some things that were Disney. And then I think that he was just playing some other stuff too. But anyway, I just thought that that was, they don't have to do that. Like they don't have to pay a pianist. Like they could have just stuck another table there or they could have just played music over, you know, the speaker. I thought it was music over speakers. And then you said there's a pianist and I turned around because he was behind me. He was to your back. And I'm like, oh. There is a pianist there. That's why I wanted to talk about him because that's what I looked at the whole time. You, I mean, I looked at you. I looked lovingly into your eyes. And then I also looked at the pianist. How quaint. He was a nice, nice, (laughs) nice pianist guy. I don't know. I just thought that was cool. I don't know if he was nice. I didn't talk to him, but he was probably nice. The story I'm telling myself is that he was nice. That's a good story to tell yourself. (laughs) And so he played most of the time. And then after a while, all of a sudden there wasn't sound. And we turned around and was like, oh, he's on break. Yeah. And the next thing you know, there was sound again. And he came back. He did come back. So, um, so yeah, I can't remember how big the piano was. I, um, I feel like it was larger than just an ordinary digital upright, but it was a digital yeah, piano. It was a it, digital. It was, guy. it was not a, wasn't a, a um, string, it was not authentic to, an it was older. not a string piano. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was digital, but I, I feel like it was bigger than just a normal. Upright, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But it wasn't like a grand or baby grand or anything like that. These people, so. everyone that's listening, they just need to go. They're like, I don't care about the piano. Can you tell me about the food, please? I cared about the pianist. <laughs> so it was interesting. In each of the rooms, you know, they had decor on the walls, you yes. know, embellishment in the in the woodwork and the ceiling and stuff like that. But it was all a little different right. in each room. And, and it, it was felt very like it was early, like late 1800s, because there was like playbills for like, yeah, like so it wasn't just like a hodgepodge of anything from UK. Like they still made yeah. it like authentic to a certain time period. And it, 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 it was very authentic, right? So having having eaten in some English taverns before in England, in your beans and your potatoes, or at least staring at them because I refused to eat them, right? But having eaten in these places before, it was it was. Very authentic, right? And I, it brought a lot of memories. And that's. Did you lose weight on that trip? I did not lose weight on that trip. Okay. But they didn't serve me any beans and potatoes either. Well, I had chips with my fish, but okay. not mashed potatoes. Right. Anyways, so um, I don't know where I was going, but it was a pretty good place. <laughs> oh yeah, so I was just is- envisioning our children on these trips <laughs> and how they would have similar behavior and not eat much. And I thought they probably will come back weighing less. I'm yeah, sorry. that's probably true. So this is, I guess the point I was going to make is it's the Imagineering story again, yes, right? Yes, yes. What, what Disney does so well, and they do better than anybody in my opinion, is they are able to invoke emotion. And typically they invoke that emotion by memory, right? Yeah. They bring you to a place where you can remember and by remembering you feel certain things. And so as I'm sitting in this in this dining room waiting for my fish and chips, I'm thinking about when I first had it in Bournemouth. I'm thinking about all the different places as I've gone through England. I've been a couple of times. And uh, I'm thinking about, you know, part of that trip as a teenager was we even stayed with an English family for a couple of nights. And so, like, we got to really experience what that was like. And and just being there reminded me of all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you got the feelings. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah, and we just happened to be around. Um, so there was a party behind us, and then back to the back. There was probably there was three parties behind six, us. Okay, was there? And they three? were they were all parties of six. Yeah, and it was just like everyone was just very cheery and happy, and it was just there was just a positive vibe in that whole dining area. I thought yeah. so. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, so you want to get to the food then? 
Or should we dive in? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we may as well. I mean, it is a restaurant review. So the the menu is small. Well, yes. And so I will say that a lot of, a lot of, that is kind of the Disney way is that they'll have a kitchen and they'll kind of highlight and have a, f- a few things, right? So there's not a lot of options because you could go other places to eat, right? And so yeah. they get, they just really focus on making a few things. Um, and so this, this restaurant was not an exception, I, I will say, though, the planner and me, I had looked at a lot of reviews. I'd seen pictures of the food. Like, I wanted to go in knowing what, what the dishes look like and what I wanted to eat. And I kind of went in thinking, we're going to end up splitting. I think we should split most of this. Because part of it is yeah. because I knew we had several hours at the parks after this. And I was like, well, I'm sure we're going to want to eat other things. So, like, we don't want to eat to the point where we're to our brim, right? Yeah, yeah. And so... I had this big plan and then like you're at the park and you're hungry and then you you see your husband and you're like I bet he's really hungry and then all of my plans of like this is probably what we should order goes out the window I'm like yeah let's all get our own we don't need to share stuff so it was just funny how I went from like we're gonna share and then I was like no let's not share let's just get our own and then I was and then you see the waiter bring out food to other that's super helpful and you you ask too right I think that was the thing so you know you kind of mentioned should we split and and I was kind of I was either way I'm the type of person like most that when I'm hungry and I sit down, I think I'm going to eat a lot more, frankly, than I actually can. Right. Okay. Well, we've been we've been together for like 20 years, so we, I know we, some of your We've patterns. done that a lot, and we both have that habit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where we order more than we can really honestly eat, or, or, or we should eat, right? Right, yeah. And then we kind of force things, and you don't feel very good. And we've gotten a lot better about that. And yes. so when you said, hey, maybe we should just split some stuff, I asked our waitress, I said, hey, how big is the fish and chips, right? Right. Like, how big are the pieces? The 20... Could we, could we split it? The, and she said, you could comfortably split $26 for one person yeah. fish and chips, right? And yeah. so, to me, that's a lot of money for street food. Like, like For fish sticks. Very cheap food. <laughs> like, this is meant to that's be That's what like, fish and chips are, by the way. Yeah. It's basically just street. giant fish sticks, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they taste a little better than the frozen ones we yes. had growing up. Yes, but. Right. And so like it wasn't even me being cheap. I was just like, I want to have the option of eating or trying something else later if I want to. But I don't want to get so full here. So that was kind of my thing. So anyway, this is what we ordered. Finally getting there. We got the coronation salad, which from what I've read, I don't know if it's true, but from what I've read, the lettuce is the actually grown in Epcot where they have living with the land. I believe it's true because it's the second time we've had that very same lettuce. Soft bib lettuce. In Epcot. And well, the, the first other one time we were at, we were above Epcot. Well, yes, but it was at Space 220 yeah. and they used transporter beams to get it from Epcot to Sorry. the restaurant. Okay, so yeah, but it was it was the same. It I could have eaten that lettuce that. without anything on it. Like it, That was the best, freshest <laughs> lettuce I've ever had. This is Chris Traeger, literally. It was literally the best. <laughs> and um, it, it really was. I mean, I was, I was shocked. Now, was the salad actually really big? No. Yeah, I probably um, could have To tell you the truth, those... the salad was probably smaller than I think we were, we were anticipating. It looked big because the lettuce leaves were big. Yeah, it's but, a big mound. But, but, it, but it just took up space. Yeah. It didn't actually <laughs> fill the plate. Let me put it that right. way. 
So I'll just describe it. I mean, you can read their website, but it's a crisp salad with madras. I don't know. Madras dressing on top of a crunchy grain cracker. There was also sultanas and golden raisins from what I remember. So I thought it was very. In currants. In currants. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was very refreshing. It was nice to have because at that point we're very hungry yeah. and so i was just like whatever you put in front of me i'm gonna eat and so i but I, I thought it was good we we finished that off um and then we did already talk about the fish and chips so that so, that salad so, was 12 dollars, by the way and and that's one of only two appetizer options there are right so you can either have the coronation salad or you can have a scotch egg and i don't eat hard-boiled eggs so that was never gonna happen yeah i just i i like eggs except in the hard-boiled i don't fashion. care if you wrap it in sausage or bacon or any other thing that tastes good i'm not gonna eat a hard-boiled egg yeah i'm not gonna do it yeah <laughs> oh my goodness guys i've been cooking dinner for him for 20 years don't you feel bad for me (laughs) no they don't i'm sure they do (laughs) so yes so we kind of already talked about the fish and chips but it is their signature dish so that's what we ordered we could have gotten bangers and mash which i saw other tables with i wasn't really down for sasha it was like an 80 degree it was like 80 plus outside i it just seemed really heavy so i did not want the bangers and mash although i did see like side dishes of mashed potatoes coming out and I like mashed potatoes, so I would have, that sounded, that looked good. Um, what, are, what are Cole Cannon potatoes? I, I wanted to ask you that question. I don't know. I well, lo- that's what they make them out of. I don't know what that means. Well, we should have done our research before we got on this podcast. I'm guessing it's a place that They also them. put mushrooms in there, so I was out. That yeah. wasn't going to happen. And then there, the shepherd's pie. Yep. So I that is something that I probably would have got, but... And you could have gotten the fish and chips, but here's, you want to know why I didn't get it? Because when we were at the Three Broomsticks, is that where it was? Yeah, the Leaky Cauldron. So the Leaky Cauldron, we were at Diagon Alley. I got the shepherd's pie and you got the fish and chips. And you didn't want to share any of that. And you ate all of it. And it was, it was really good. It was delicious. And mine was just okay. It was, it was like so good. sub okay, actually. I was looking forward to that meal and it it delivered for me. Yeah, well, I think you were, we, we had to wait a long time for that meal. Yeah. I was, we won't go there. But anyway, so I, I opted not to get the shepherd's pie. And then the last entree is a um, meatless option. Um, so then anything you want to say about any of those? So I do. So, so we ordered, we ordered the fish and chips and we split it. Right. And I'll just tell you, it was absolutely delicious. Um, they do serve it on some pretend newspaper. It's obviously paper that they use there. We for, didn't have to worry about lead thing. poisoning. So you didn't have to worry about that. It wasn't like an actual newspaper, but it was de- it was decorative. Yeah. So you kind of get that authenticity. Um, you know, talking about the the leaky cauldron, like this was far superior. Yeah. Right? I mean, the leaky cauldron was basically like really good theme park fish and chips. This was like really well made fish and chips. And it's one of the things that, you know, there is the walk-up fish and chip stand outside of, in in the England Pavilion, uh, the UK Pavilion, outside of the Rose and Crown. Right. And people rave about the fish and chips there. And and you think perhaps that, that it's from the same I'm kitchen? I'm pretty sure it's the same kitchen, yeah. So, you know, that, like I said, you could probably get the same stuff without having to go through the wait. But if you want to have a dining experience, yeah. this is a great one we to have. a place to sit and stuff. Yeah. And this- so ours came with, it had a slice of lemon, 
couple slices of lemon. couple slices of lemon. And it had ketchup for us Americans. Not like slice of lemon. It was a half of a lemon, right? Yeah. So it was a whole lemon cut in half. That's yeah, yeah. what it was. Yeah. And then um, tartar sauce. Yeah. Um, and then, so it came with three very big pieces of fish. Very big. I think after you and I were both done with our first, like we split and we kind of, I think we did finish the other half. You know, we each had the half, but it was... I don't think we finished it. Yeah, we might not have. We we did. We did not finish it. Um, It was it was quite a bit. Uh, The chips, though, were excellent. I mean, they were excellent. Yeah. No, they were. They were really good. Um, I don't know if they're made from coal cannon potatoes, too, but they were delicious. Whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, we we knew going in that we wanted to get the sticky toffee pudding. So on the Disney website, they usually have like one picture on yeah. a restaurant. And that's the picture is that's what's featured on this when you look up Rose and Crown Dining. So it's a steamed pudding cake in exclamation or in uh, quotations served with warm vanilla custard and hot butter rum sauce. Yeah. And we ended up sharing this, too. Yeah. Which that was the one thing that you were not excited about. To share, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't convinced about that. But once again, we decided, based off of the portion size, because it was a big portion size, that we did. I didn't need to have my own. Yeah, yeah. So it worked I say out we good. decided. I decided I didn't need to have my own, and I agreed that maybe it would be better if we split. Let me put it that way. Yeah. You, you didn't force me to split it with you. Nobody thinks she forces me to do anything. <laughs> I voluntarily do all the things she thinks I should be doing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So it ended up working out for me because to me it wasn't like a 10 out of a 10 dessert. I know for you it might have been closer. No, I, it was, I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed. It was a little dry. Yeah. I think the toppings, you really liked those toppings, the yeah. sauces and stuff. I like, I like the sauces, but I actually felt like the sauces were lacking the punch that I would normally expect. You know, especially when I, when I have um, like a rum butter sauce or something like that, like I expect there to be a little bit of some zing or kick to it. It, it really did feel a little bland. Yeah. Like I, you English mostly, food. you mostly got butter out of it to tell you the truth. You didn't get any of the caramel. You didn't get any of the rum. So it was a little disappointing. I, so my problem was I was going in thinking it was going to taste like whiskey cake. So mm, we have a yeah. restaurant in Texas, I think maybe outside of Texas too, but it's called whiskey cake and it has a little bit more cinnamon and it's a little bit more dark brown sugar flavor. And then at, at whiskey cake, they add like these um, pecans that are spicy yeah. a little bit. And yeah. so th- that was just a little bit, um, I was kind of thinking it'd be more like that. Not that I needed it to be exactly like that, but that was the thing I think I said to you there. I was like, I wish it had a little bit more cinnamon, but I'm sure that the English are like, no, we do not put that in. That's not authentic. So yeah, that was just, that was my American perspective. Yeah. Uh, would I get it again? I don't know. I mean, your other option was plant-based vanilla gelato. That's how it's described on the menu. And so I'm like, well, if I have to have a dessert, I'm not going to have that. I'll have the pudding. But, um, but it was not... It was, I was, I was hoping for more and you hope for more again, because that is the featured picture on, on, on the website, yeah. on the app. Like yeah. when you're going to that place, they're like, Oh, you should have that. And you're like, yeah, I should have that. They probably should put the fish and chips on there. 
on the for the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, that that would make a lot more sense. Or, or even even their shepherd's pie. I mean, I saw those being served. I don't particularly like the vegetables in a shepherd's pie, and so I wouldn't get that. But <laughs> shocker, but the pie itself <laughs> looks really good, right? It's it's a nice looking. You know, I'm sure it's not hand raised, but it looks like it could have been hand raised pie, and and that would. That's Jeez. authentic, you know. <laughs> I watched the break, uh, the Great British Baking Show you too. Sounding like you know what you're talking about. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it could be. Oh, I said it. I bet it was not. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! It's my fault. I make him watch all these Brit- these cooking and baking shows. No, I do it of my own voluntary That's free true. choice. You when hand you turn, raise it you, yourself. When you turn the TV on and have the remote in your hand, I voluntarily watch whatever it is you put on. Yeah, I mean, you have some um, uh, highbrow like Paul Hollywood, right? So that you, you you enjoy that about it, right? Yeah, yeah. There is a little bit of Paul Hollywood in me. <laughs> Not the hair, because I don't have any. But uh, <laughs> if I did, it would be gray like his. Right. <laughs> you not your best work, right? Not your best work. That's what I wanted to say. When, how was the pudding? Not your best work. <laughs> it's a little dry. And then you're like, but, I don't but even the know fish what and chips, means. I'll give you a handshake, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know. Anything else that we should review about this restaurant? I mean, the, the wait staff, they were also they, English. They were super kind. I mean, listen, I, I, I definitely recommend the place. And... Don't let don't let the dessert necessarily hold just you back split it. because if there's well, a few people at your table, just yeah, try it. Absolutely. It's worth a try. Your yeah. tastes obviously Small. could be different from mine. Yeah. But the other thing is like there's so much good dessert really close to where you're at that if you don't want that or you don't like that, just hop over to France. Just get the fish and chips. You're gonna get something amazing. Yeah. Get the fish and chips and then move on to the next thing. Listen to that's the pianist. What I, that's what I yeah, listen to the pianist. That's what I love about eating in Epcot is that I don't feel like I have to sample everything from each of the courses there because if I only like one course, that's fine. I'm going to go somewhere else yeah. and get the other courses because there's so much good stuff to be right. had. Yeah, and we are, we're always happy when they honor like our annual pass or our DVC discount. So I think we save 10%. Yeah, 10% is what we get. And, Which feels know. good when you're spending $26 on fish and chips, right? It's so much money. But, you know, it was good because that was actually one of our least expensive meals since we split everything, right? We right. basically ate for one, for two. We didn't two. get any alcohol. And, and, yeah. uh, and so it made it made it really, you know, I didn't feel bad. You know, sometimes you get something you're like, yeah, especially if it's a dessert and it doesn't end on the high note. And then you get the bill, you're just like, meh. <laughs> this time I was like, oh, this is a great experience. It was cheap. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. You got to look at your wife. Yep. <laughs> Ravishing. <laughs> Yeah, after being awake since 2 a.m., but yeah. So I, I the one of the highlights for me was when we left, it was about 6 o'clock at that point. So it, it, we were probably there about an hour. Like it, yeah. it seems like there was a little bit, it was slower than it needed to be. There just, it seemed very busy. Like there was just yeah. lots of commotion with the waiters. But anyway, we had, we were able to slowly stroll through the rest of the world showcase and look at the um, topiaries for the yeah. flower and garden festival. And it was like sunset and like we were holding hands and it was just nice. Um, and to me, what I just, I remember really being aware of the fact that like, I'm like, I don't feel too full. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that I didn't 
eat too much stuff. You well, know? And that's amazing because this is what this was a fried dish. Right? Yeah. Normally you walk away from a fried dish. You're just like, oh, I don't feel good. I feel heavy. I did not. I felt all right. Now, if I'd have kept forcing it, maybe yeah. I, maybe that would have been different. Right. Well, but I had enough. I will good. confess that about halfway through my big giant fish stick, um, <laughs> I just started peeling off the batter and just ate the fish on the inside, which still was very moist and flavorful. But I was just I can't eat any more of this fried stuff. Um, even though it was really good. So, yep, we would recommend Rosen Crown Dining Yeah, Rosen Crown, 9 out of 10 That's for me. the name of the reservation. I give it a 9 out of 10. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. 9, is that what you said? Yeah, 9, nine out, out of 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd give it that too. Yeah. And I would definitely go again. Yeah, absolutely. I might, I, yeah, I might try the shepherd's pie. Those mashed potatoes did look really good. There's mushrooms in there. No thanks. No, that was the bangers and mash, wasn't it? Uh oh. I don't know. I'm I lost it. <laughs> and you're like the Yeah, there there work. was there was there was mushrooms in the bangers and mash. That's what I was thinking of when you said shepherd's pie. I was yeah. picturing bangers and mash. And it doesn't seem like a place that you could ask them to not put stuff in. Like I'm sure it's already all made in the back. Like I don't think anyone's back there making to order your stuff. Uh I don't know. Maybe. I mean they they do ask you up front about dietary restrictions and stuff like yeah. that. So if they're asking that, that means that there is a way to accommodate. Yeah, maybe. I could say, look, I'm allergic to fungus. I just, you know, please <laughs> don't put any in my food. <laughs> oh. And then well, they're like this note. is and then they're like, this is England. Have you seen our roofs? Right. That, there's, it grows on our thatch. You know, that's what that's what grows here. I love it. I look forward to going back to England one day. Yes, I look forward to going for my first time. So it will happen. One day. And I can frolic around and be Elizabeth Bennett. But I won't be not one in 20. <laughs> I will be not one in 40. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's going on? What happened to this episode? <laughs> I think it was when we started doing the Paul Hollywood impersonations that things just kind of. Uh, not your best work. <laughs> it's stodgy. <laughs> All right. We, we better end here. We hope you guys are whistling while you work. It's not a fun name. I think it's fun. It's my my favorite thing to do is just talk about this. I can do it all day, move on to the next thing. So thanks for listening. Yep. Next time we will try to go to more than one restaurant. And because we were supposed to go to Beaches and Cream and others in the Creperie. La Creperie. I'm not going to pretend to speak French. Anyway, y'all have a great one. Bye.